welcome to episode 93 eh, of the wonderful world of football shirts, your football shirt safe space podcast in which you're allowed to have an opinion on football shirts because it's your opinion. And people might say you're wrong, but they're wrong for thinking you're wrong because it's your opinion. Isn't that right, Mark? That's true because everybody is entitled to their opinion. They are. That's that's right, and that's what we try and encourage here because um, football is opinions most of the time. It is. What a start! Yeah, I don't think I've done very well with that, but I'm going to no. stick with it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't your best. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'd like to. Maybe I should go through all 92 previous episodes and find out which one is my best one. Yeah, I don't true. know if there will be one. They're all, uh, they're all equally special, hmm. unique. Uh, I am Richard Critchlow. I am a Wolverhampton Wanderers fan, uh, living now in Wolverhampton. When we first started recording this, I used to live in London, and I play in goal. And I love football shirts. Mark Stern over here in Germany uh, used to live in London. Did we? You were never in London when we recorded, were you? You've always no. been in Germany. That's correct. Arsenal fan. Didn't yep. talk about Arsenal last... No, didn't talk about Arsenal no. last week. My God. Wow. Uh, Arsenal fan. Uh, owner of many an Arsenal shirt. Yes, sir. And a buccaneering right back. <laughs> it's been a while since I've played football, but yeah. Yeah, I would like to get back into it after my uh, after all of my triathlon uh, uh, outings. But yeah, how is that going? Good. It's going good. Got a busy, busy weekend upcoming. Hundred k on the bike tomorrow, oh, and then a thirty k run on Sunday. Speaking of, ah, oh, we're recording this. I will have just completed the Wolverhampton 10K. Yes. Yes. How are you feeling about that? Uh, so, yeah, you I may have alluded to this previously. Uh, we're recording this kind of back-to-back -back with last week's episode. So I'm yet to do it. Uh, I'm okay. Uh, I know I did it last year, so I know I can do it again. But then there's a pressure all of a sudden to beat my time from last year. Mm -hmm. which I think I would do, but I probably haven't trained for it as much as I did last year. But at the end of the day, it's just running. The thing is, uh, and I mean, apologies, because this is not really football shirt related, but you sh really should be going into those events. I, I'm not saying you personally, but like generally speaking, when you go into an event, you should have a rough, like you should basically know exactly what time you should do. Oh, well, I kind of know what time I should be doing and should beat. Yeah, that's good. 58 minutes. Go on. Yeah, that's my plan. Um, in other news, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, the point is that it starts at Molyneux, finishes at Molyneux, which is great. Um, you know, you remember that I'm a bit of a boot nerd as well, right? I don't... Yeah. So I don't know if I've uh, spoken to you about this before, but... I went on a personal mission to find an adult version of the very first football boot that I owned. Okay, yeah, I Did remember you know saying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've talked and, about that before. Yeah, and, you know, in the original World Cup box, which is pretty sick, the original mm -hmm. box, we had the um, 
soft ground version, a hard ground version of the Adidas Questra in blue. I'm currently using a technique that I learned on another footballing podcast to keep the tongue down by using um, washing peg, washing line pegs. Right. However, over the last week, I only bloody went and found the soft ground version too. Wow. So wait, those were the first ever boots you owned? Obviously not in size 11 adults. No. <laughs> yeah, but in obviously. Kids. Both of these pairs are brand new, never worn. Right. They've still got the tags. They've still got the original boxes. And again, yeah, this is the very first bit I had. But also, what I didn't realise until I was pegging down the um, uh, the tongue, because mm. there's no strap on it, check out the, the front of the tongue. Mm. It's the modern Adidas logo. Hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Which I thought... This is kind of kind of because we've talked about how Adidas have changed their logo recently, mm. but there it is in full force back in the uh, ninety-seven. So, where did you find these boots from? Well, um, the the hard ground ones I found. Uh, someone was selling them. I put an offer in. I think it was about fifty quid. But these ones popped up, and they're being sold by a charity on eBay. So, like cancer research or mm. something. And I was like, yeah, fifteen quid. Wow, absolute bargain. I'm very excited because um, I don't think I've told you this. Uh, come the end of the season, uh, my team, Technical Athletic, uh, we will have a charity game and we're playing it at the Pirelli Stadium, Burn Albion. Burn Albion, yep. What a great outing. Nice. For the retro football boot. Wow, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so I've got a few things to look forward to there. Got to wear them in, obviously, yep. but uh... wear them around the house. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just washing the dishes, love. Uh, what are you going to put with some? Clop, 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 yeah, clop. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right then. Uh, yeah, I've got um, something to show you, which I'm a bit fascinated by. Mm -hmm. I was scouring the internet, as I do, trolling through, trolling, scrolling, I don't know, going through the internet, and I found a football shirt which amused me. Mm -hmm. And it is a football shirt. It's uh, uh, keeping on the boot theme. Adidas and Lego yep. have teamed up to make a football boot. I mean, literally, Lego do nothing except have their... It looks like Lego, but it's not actually Lego because that would be very unpractical. <laughs> Impractical, sorry. Um, but they've made a football shirt here as well. Mm. And it's... I don't know. What do you think? Uh, it's quite similar to the Adidas template that Germany won the World Cup in. When did Germany win the World Cup? Oh, yes, the, um, the Chevron. Yes, 2014. Marco Royce, was it? Uh, no. No, Goetze. Goetze. Um So that's, that was my initial thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing that I struggle with here, and actually this is, so th th I, I, this is interesting because my brother-in-law mm. is a very big Lego um, collector. <laughs> He's and... a very big Lego man. <laughs> he loves, loves Lego, loves the minifigures, loves all of it. Um, and I saw in the charity shops a few <laughs> weeks ago, obviously not a football shirt, but like a, a, a leisure, added, added us and Lego leisure mm. shirt. And I sent him a picture of it, and I was like, oh, like, what do you think? Do you want me to do it? was like a fiver. 
was like, oh, what, do, you, do you want me to buy this? Like, what, what do you think? And he was like, eh, it's cool, but like, I don't want it. And then so that, that got me thinking, and actually that's what I'm now thinking about with this, is that who's going to buy this? Right, good question, because I you saying that has made me think, the world of Lego and football haven't ever really crossed over. Mm. So I know you don't like your movies, but the world of Batman, the world of Marvel, Jurassic Park, uh, Back to the Future, they've all had Lego items mm. right you know you can buy poor patrol lego you can buy anything in lego but you know what you can't buy actually well no you can now because they're, they're different they're different you can't buy football things mm. i do believe that there are some very expensive lego collectible ones which are like the burnabout mm. or, or or new camp maybe old trafford actually as well but their football stadiums you that th- th- you can't buy a Lego Harry Kane to build, or you can't, you know, you can't buy Lego people that are footballers mm. because it's not very practical, is it? Really, it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, you obviously then get people that are Lego enthusiasts that go and build it themselves. So my point is, is that those two worlds have never really crossed over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to see them cross over, uh, personally, I quite like it. Because um, the detail is that it's Lego bricks forming the chevron. Yeah. They all have the little Lego circle within the square. Mm-hmm. The, the colours itself reminded me a lot of Argentina. I think this yeah. could be an Argentina away shirt, couldn't it, really? Yes, that's also there. Yeah, that's also what I was thinking, too. Um, the badge itself is just a yellow Lego head with a black circle behind it in a square, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. But to your point... Yes. Who's going to buy that? Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if a football and Lego fan is not interested in the, and I'm, I'm, I'm using my brother-in-law as the kind of test group for yeah. every person in the world. But if someone who's interested in those two things is not interested in a Lego style shirt, then yeah, exactly. Who is this for? <laughs> I'm going to keep on the, um, adidas theme something that uh, it's so easy to do at the moment and i'm going to keep on the fashion theme i'm not going to talk about football shirts as such but I, they are football shirts um adidas's icon range it seemed like uh, something that went under the radar because they're not really football shirts at the same time as being released as those icon shirts the arsenal leeds celtic ajax blah 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 were some leisure wear button-up summer shirts. Mm. Much like, and this is where I think it's funny, much like what uh, classic football shirts did last year with their goalkeeper-inspired shirts. Adidas have gone and released, well, the one I've got here is the um, Argentina icon shirt. Yeah. In the colour of Legendi- Leg- Legacy, ugh, Legacy Indigo and Purple Rush. Effectively, what they've done, and there are more of them, uh, they have gone and made, used the patterns of the team's away shirts from the World Cup and turned them into uh, shirts. Yeah. And I'm talking about just normal button-up wearing in the summer shirts. What do you think of the Argentina one, which I think I have sent you a picture to? 
Um, uh, I, I don't hate it as much as I feel like I would, if that makes any sense. Like, if it wasn't anything to do with Argentina, yeah. then if, if I was just looking at it from a like pattern point of view, then I don't think I mind it. Um, so I'm just going to quickly send you two more. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, I've always liked is the ability to kind of we talked about this before when it's not a football shirt i want it to be nods towards football shirt mm-hmm. like the, the 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 short sleeve shirt that i bought from classic football shirts it's if you know 90s goalkeeper apparel or 90 you know you'd be like oh yeah that's a 90s goalkeeper shirt yeah but if you don't you're like oh that's just the kind of of oh, it's right now it's cool to have crazy patterns on kind of we used to call them Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Right? Now, I've sent you two more. And yep. at the start, I didn't like the Spain one. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think I liked the Spain away kit in the first place, did I, really? Mm. But I think no. this, I think it makes a better shirt than it does a football shirt because it just looks like a wavy pattern that you might buy from H&M. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Actually, yeah, it's quite nice. And the um, the Belgian one, they've took that. Come on, Tomorrowland. Yes. And they've made that, which actually was the training shirt, not the playing shirt, because the playing shirt was white and had the Tomorrowland pattern as the kind of secondary color. Mm. Now, to me, this one, this one's a bit too garish for me, and a bit like this is what it is, mm. not what it could be. Does that make sense? Yeah, actually, I am going to slightly disagree with you because That's I quite fine. like... I mean, not disagree because it's an opinion, but my opinion is I actually quite like the Belgian one. Okay. I can see that as like a summer, like super cool, like summer, um, uh, like summer vibes. I really like it. Do you know what? You're Yeah, that's fine. And I think the problem is, is I can't judge it because the model that's wearing it has got it buttoned up to the top and yes. he's clearly wearing adidas shorts like football shorts he's not wearing the shorts you'd wear or jeans whereas the spain one is a man in jeans and he's got the top button undone yeah that's my that's my only gripe it's the model wearing it has put me off it yeah yeah i like them both better than the argentina one mm. the argentina was quite dark and depressing mm. but uh yeah, I thought that was a quite an interesting little thing that they've done. But, I mean, the price, uh, what were they charging? Thirty, well, six, £63 when originally released. Wow. £63! That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty punchy. That's a lot of moolah. That is a lot, a lot of moolah. Mark, 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 have you seen yet the Wonderful World of Football Shirts YouTube video? Uh, is that the one where you are with the guys from Mammoth Beer? That is right. Yes. Have you seen it yet? I have seen a bit of it. I have seen a bit of it. I've got a bit of catching up to, but the beers look pretty good. The beers are incredible. And uh, if you have watched the 
uh, YouTube video, you will know that if you go onto the Mammoth Beer website, which is www.mammothbeer.com, and uh, go through the process of typing in all your like order, if you type in "Welcome Friend 55 which is the code that he came up with, uh, that will give you a certain percentage off. And I'm going to tell you right now what that percent is. It's 10%, which is pretty decent. Yeah, it's better than 10%. Um, it's better than 0% off, yeah. Um, I'm sure if you leave him a nice review and a nice comment, uh, if this goes well, we could offer more percent off. But at the moment, we're testing the water. I think it's a good deal. Indeed. Indeed, good deal, good beers. Yep, I've got some beers for you for when you come over. Oh, so uh, there we go. Excellent. So once again, use the code WELCOMEFRIEND55 on mammothbeer.com. Do it. Um, obviously, as listeners may know, me and Mark recorded the first 15 minutes about a week ago. So this is a bit, you know, I feel like we need to say the hello and welcome to thee, but we're not because we're just kind of like <laughs> fulfilling an episode. But... The thing, the funny thing about life, it's got a way of coming back at you straight away. And uh, avid listeners who were listening about five minutes ago will know that we talked about the uh, uh, Adidas Icon button-up shirt range, which was great. And I said that one or two of them look just like a shirt you might find in the supermarket or in Primark. And so I found myself in Primark on Saturday and look what i found it's exactly the same as a belgian oh no sorry spanish uh adidas icons range shirt <laughs> only instead of it being uh horizontal stripes it's vertical and instead of it being that kind of white into blue it's white into an orange so i was right i, I said one of them was a shirt you would find in the supermarket or fashion store <laughs> yeah and i'm right it's interesting that isn't it because it's like it's close enough that it's like it's not coincidence yeah yeah see you're right but also i don't know how much primark are paying attention to stuff that's just come out from adidas mm. but Anyway, here we go. Right. Um, another thing, if there's a difference in uh, uh, audio quality, blame me. Uh, <laughs> we're just trying something new, trying something different, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you've got a few things you've got, and uh, you've sent me some pictures of what, I mean, <laughs> it looks horrible, but I, we haven't mentioned the A word for a while. No. And, and you've sent me four of them. Well, one, two. So go on, tell me what you've got here from uh, the Arsenal. <laughs> I think this is possibly one of the worst fakes I've ever seen. Um, I've seen some bad ones, by the way. Um, but this one, this one could be up there. Um, it, <clears throat> I guess it's supposed to be faking the 2000 to 2000, no, 2001 to 2002 home shirt um, that we won the league in. Um, actually, the badge, they, they've done not a bad job on the badge. The badge 
I mean, it, it's it's obviously fake, but it's not too bad. But everything else about it is like absolutely awful. So it's got Dreamcast across the front that doesn't look like it's the right font. Um, the the badge, as I say, is not too bad. Um, the, it's got some like pretty dodgy looking Premier League logos on the on the um, on the sleeves, which again, like kind of from far, could maybe pass. Not too bad. But then you go to the back, and it's it's all just wrong. <laughs> it's got Thierry Henry across the back, number nine. Number nine, Omri. No. In some kind of like old school, probably like 80s or early 90s style font. Just the combination of like everything together is so bad. Yeah, it doesn't look nice, does it? No. Um, effectively, someone's just got a, a red shirt with white sleeves. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The Arsenal badge doesn't look too bad. The Premier League badge from afar looks okay. But Dreamcast looks like it's been made on clip art. Yeah. And then in black and then, yeah, the Henri 9. I mean, the fact that it got me was the fact that it's in black rather than in white. Yeah. Which to me says, no, 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 no. <laughs> but it looks, and the pictures I've got are not great, but it looks like the, the Arsenal badge has been sewn in. Yes, well, that's how they would have done it before. Like, obviously, when you buy, I think the badge is made, sewed on a piece of material, and then stitched onto the kit, isn't it? Whereas beforehand, it would have been straight on. Like old England shirts would have it, like stitched straight mm. into the thing. Yeah. But yeah, um, where did you find this monster? Oh, just on just on the internet. And was. Did you have a price? Was it being sold for a price? It was. Uh, it was. I think it was thirty euros, but I'm gonna double check that, and I can do that very quickly. Um, thirty-five euros for this. <laughs> thirty-five euros. Oh god. Probably passed for me. Yeah, I think so. And uh, what's this little kid with a Martinelli shirt doing? <laughs> this is funny. I saw this on TikTok. Um, it was a kid is in a Tottenham shirt. Is that this season's away shirt or last season's third shirt or something? I don't know. Um, but he's got Martinelli on the back. He's like a kid. He's like eight years old or something playing football in his front room. Um, and I saw it and I was like, oh, that's pretty weird. Like, what's going on there? Apparently, worry, his, surname is, his surname is Martinelli. <laughs> And, oh poor chap! Yeah, and he obviously wanted his shirt on his name on the back of his shirt. It got me thinking, like, if you're like of like common names, like Martinelli is such a unique name, hmm. but there could be someone called Jackson Henry who's a Tottenham fan who wanted his name on the back of his shirt, and he's got Henri on the back of his shirt. Or whatever, or Campbell, or something. But to have to have Martinelli is so unique and so kind of random and funny to see. Yeah, no, you can. That's it's so right, and it's always been one of the things of mine is that I think I was at school with somebody who had the surname of a footballer. I can't for the life remember what, but he was a footballer that played for Wolves, and he, I think it was Wolves anyway. And uh, he had the shirt, but liked being a striker. So even though the player that he shared the name with was a defender, 
It's a bit like having the surname Bull, which is quite common as well, I guess, and having Bull and three on the back because, you know, and it's like, nah, Stephen Bull's number nine, but it's like, yeah, but I've got my own name on the back. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, even worse to think of you being a Spurs, you could maybe get away with it if it wasn't as common a footballer, but right now, Gabriel Martinelli is absolutely smashing it. Yeah. So, yeah. What number has this kid got? Has he got number seven? Yeah. Number seven, so maybe he's a son, a Sonny fan, but he's wanted to get his own name on the back. Funny, so what, funny. What would you do in that situation? It's a tough one. I don't think I'd get my own name on the back of my shirt, though. Mm. As a kid, though. But I, then yeah. it, mm. what, what I did, and this is, I got Harrison and Harper, so like yeah. Harrison wanted number seven, so he got seven, and Harper got four, so you know. You, you escape that if you get the first names, which is common yeah. in football now as well. Yeah, Jack Harrison. I, I, I still love the idea of having um, Richarlison on the back of the shirt that he wears because my wife's name is Charlotte, my name is Richard. So Rich Char-son. It's oh, mine is Charlotte's brilliant. son. That's brilliant. So, uh, Harrison is, uh, yeah, Richarlison. So actually, we have a similar story about uh, Gabriel Martinelli because um, my brother-in-law, uh, my brother-in-law's daughter is called Jasmine, and she likes Martinelli. And um, so her dad, her her, her mum is called Gabby. The uh. um, the dad is Martin, or the, the the grandpa is Martin, and the dad is Elliot. So it's Gabby Martinelli. Oh, so it's also that's the same wicked. thing. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Gabby Martinelli. Um, I have... Oh, do you want to play a game of Snog, Marry, Avoid, Football Shirt Edition? <sighs> do I? <laughs> do you? Do you? I do. Okay, good. Right, <laughs> welcome to Snog, Marry, Avoid, Football Shirt Edition. This week... We need a jingle for this. Yeah, I think so. Um, listeners, come on, <laughs> listeners. We know you don't like to get in touch, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with it. I've come to peace with it. But now's the opportunity. Now's the time to act. Do you have, or could you make a jingle for Snog, Marry, Avoid, Football Shirt Edition? I think <laughs> you can. This week, I've just sent you three, and this week it's... When is a hoop not a hoop? It's when it's a horizontal stripe. I've sent you three Premier League shirts that feature non-hoopy hooped shirts. Mm -hmm. We have got the Manchester City third kit from 2022-23 season. We have Mm -hmm. got the um, Watford shirt from... Oh, shit. When, When did they get relegated? That year they got relegated. Was it last year? Last year, maybe. Yep. And we've also got the Chelsea away shirt from this season, which is, again, a slightly hooped number, white with blue. Right, so uh, you've got three different shirts there. Obviously, three varying pictures, so don't go too much on the picture. Yeah. uh, Too much. Uh, So, yeah, knock yourself out. Tell me what they are and what you think. Cool. Um, so City Third is that uh, kind of highlighter yellow luminescent um, 
Puma shirt. Uh, the, they've changed the, they've kind of inverted the colours of the Man City badge. So it's in a black uh, hoop or not hoop, as the case may be. Um, they've basically got three three bars um, going across that fade towards the um, the out you know, the outer uh, sides of the chest area. Um, the Man City and Puma logo is fit very nicely in the um, in the top bar, let's call it. Um, and the Etihad Airways logo is quite big, but it also fits very perfectly in the um, in the um, bar. Uh, okay, moving on. I want you to just also, by the way, I want you to remove all preconceptions of an Arsenal fan hating on teams. So, no, 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 no. no. And I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to surprise you, uh, but I, I will continue. Um, the Watford one is a bit more, um, probably a bit more of an eyesore. I would say it's um, yellow and black hoops, not hoops. Um, the it's made by Kelme, who yeah. I guess were the, the creators of the old like Real Madrid kits back in the day, weren't they? With the paw print logo, um, the hoops are made up of kind of black, thicker black lines, and then it goes into this sort of like horizontal barcode where it goes smaller and smaller and thinner and thinner um, across each individual uh, hoop. Um, the sponsor is quite a dominating factor in this, stake.com. Um, Which also featured in the last episode, didn't it? It did. It did indeed. Um, the hoops don't match up that well. So they seem to be going in all sorts of different directions, especially on the like tops of the arms. So like just slightly above, but below the shoulder, I guess they're going at almost like a 45 degree angle and then they cut back across to be horizontal. So a bit, a bit of a weird one. I guess that's probably to factor in shirt sleeve sponsors. Yes. Uh, on the image I've got, and obviously a better image would, would show better, but I can see a faint uh, paw print for the Kelme logo, logo uh-huh. on that uh, left shoulder. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, but it, yeah, I didn't notice that, but come on, carry on. Yeah. Slightly additional branding then. And then the uh, Chelsea shirt, um, I guess kind of fits in the middle of them with the, um, uh, I guess the density of of, of hoops. Um, it's white, it's, uh, I guess it's the away shirt for this season. Yeah. Um, the hoops are sort of light blue with some, um, they kind of look like hard to describe, sort of like Hawaiian shirt style design, um, kind of wavy patterns and stuff. If um, I was to, sorry to interrupt, and I hate no, doing please. it because now you're describing it, it looks like the lion. I think it's huh. just the lion, the Chelsea lion. Ah, okay, like bits of it. Yeah, could be. I might be wrong. Carry on. Sorry. Um, and then I think 
the again they've kind of altered the colors of the chelsea badge um as they did with the man city one um and it also fits like very nicely in the in the bars um the i think the vapor knit player version of this um that's the picture that i've got here and it looks like really nice we know like the detail on those um on those shirts are like super super cool and they add a lot of extra like texture to the design yeah um but even just taking this from like a face value i really like the like the shades of blue that they've used in yeah. the in the hoops um sort of like a turquoisey um turquoisey color um the logo also is pretty big the three uh, sponsor logo which they've whited out as well um so yeah we've got the man city third kit the highlighter yellow the um watford home kit which is the bumblebee uh more frequent hoops and the chelsea white with the nice blue um hoops how many more times can one say hoops um so i said i was going to surprise you because the, my standout favorite is the chelsea one um okay. that's that's the winner by far so i guess so that's marrying so i'm gonna be marrying that one yeah um i think it's just the shades of blue that i really like um there's something quite like comforting about the color um, I think for me, the Watford one, there's, uh, there's a bit too much going on. I think the like simplicity of the Man City one is, um, probably what, what wins it for me. It's very like, well, I suppose it's kind of clean, but in a rugged way because of the way that it sort of fades away on the sides, but everything like fitting quite nicely in its place, it looks quite nice. So with that being said, I'll be, um... I guess I'll be snogging the Man City one and uh, certainly avoiding our friends, uh, my uh, probably my nearest Premier League club, actually, to where I'm from, Watford. Yeah, OK, that makes sense. So just to clarify, we are snogging... Chelsea. Chelsea. No. Mm -mm. Man City. We're snogging Manchester City's <laughs> third kit. We are marrying... Chelsea. Chelsea's away kit, and we are avoiding... Watford home. Basically, Watford's I don't know what kit. I'm doing. That's fine. You do know what you're doing. I'm, you... a, I'm a loose cannon. You talk yourself through it perfectly. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Cool. Well done. Um, one you. more little bit before we go, because this is a this is a lot shorter of an episode than usual because we're trying to fit in as much as we can. Um, Marky Stern, I've got one more thing to show you. I think. Oh, oh, which is um. Did you see the uh, Bayern Munich have released a kind of like training range of late, which is, uh, it's not, oh God, I can't, my phone is not sending. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a kit. It is a training range, which it still fascinates me what you draw influences from. And Bayern Munich have drawn influence from the Allianz Arena. Okay. Which is quite a unique stadium. I think it's fair to say. It is. Um, it's got a kind of, well, I guess you call it like, the stadium itself has lines going through it, so it looks quite hashy. And yep. uh, Bayern Munich have replicated this on a training top and windbreaker jacket at the bottom, just to create a geometric pattern at the bottom, which looks like the stadium. And 
I was trying to do some research into this to ask why, because a lot of the time, I mean, uh, we both know we've got that sh same uh, football shirt book. There's a Japanese team that commemorated their five years in their stadium. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. wasn't, it's, it's not that. The Allianz Arena has, I, it might be because recently they've not sold the naming rights again. So they've renewed their partnership with the Allianz Arena. So I feel like mm -hmm. it could be that. But it's quite a strange thing to commemorate. But I quite like the idea of it. Yeah, I think it looks well, and I think it works because the um, the the design is so unique and interesting that I think it it it, it works really well. I like it. Yeah, it has. Um, I feel like, in a strange way. It's similar to something I bought my dad for a few Christmases ago when there was an artist on Etsy that um, mm. took slightly iconic, okay, um, slightly iconic uh, football stadium elements and then painted them as artwork. Mm. So Wolves' old stadium was uh, kind of like a, a zigzag uh, thing. Mm. And so I just had that and and like, it feels like the same thing. You're taking an element of a stadium and yeah, I felt like that, that as, as much as I like it, I feel like you could find that on Etsy for a lot cheaper. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. So Mark, that's it. We're done for uh, this week's episode. Just one more thing to mm -hmm. say that I completed my 10 K, the Wolverhampton 10 yes. K. Uh, nearly, I didn't die. Obviously I'm here. Uh, it was okay. Beat my time by three minutes, which is pretty impressive. And uh, very impressive. got the wonderful world of football shirts out there for me and my best mate Luke wore them and yeah. uh, get photoed with medals, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling in the next episode, I'm going to ask you how your training is going. So why don't you <laughs> tell everybody where they can find us and uh, we will uh, say goodbye. Yes, uh, we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at ShirtsPod. And if you wish to email us, you can do on wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. Okay, Mark, there's something, one more thing left to do, which is to say goodbye. And it's always my pleasure to make it your pleasure to say goodbye. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, I will just say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.